0: What's up guys? You are now listening to 300 College Street the podcast with Naima and Jabari. I'm your host Naima
1: and I'm Jabari. And stay tuned to hear our experiences with family, life and relationships. What's up everybody? This is Jabari and
0: this is Naima. What's up guys?
1: Welcome back to the 300 College Street podcast. Um first off, we just like to thank everybody for tuning in to the introductory episode of yeah, our podcast. Yeah. Um we, you know, the feedback was Tremendous. Uh thanks for all of the comments, messages, likes, subscribe, shares, and everything. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough.
0: A lot of people sent us a lot of questions and a lot of tips. So we are listening to you guys. Of course, we accept all feedback. Um, so at the end of the episode, we are gonna answer one to two questions. From someone, we don't know who, it's just going to be random, but we're going to answer questions from you guys. So, just make sure that you listen all the way through. Can I
1: start by saying one thing? What? Like, I just want to, like, apologize in advance if I'm, like, a little somber today because we watch when they see us today. Oh, yeah. And my mind is, like, frazzled. Um, an yeah. uh, And emotional... <laughs> fireball right
0: now yeah i'm not gonna lie when i was putting junior down for bed i was like holding him and he was nursing and i couldn't help but cry because it's like do i want to bring another son into this crazy world that we live in like i just the pain and my son is only almost 11 months old and i just felt that pain as a mom and i was just like gosh like what happens if i have another son like that's just another boy that i have to worry about and stress over and just to make sure that we're teaching him this and that because we have to teach our boys so much just to make it through this world
1: it's just crazy and i think like and i don't want to get too far down this path but (laughs) like the, the the reason why it hit home for me is not because you know not just because it's like a super sad story but it's sad because it's a reality for you know us right, especially black men, yeah. and so, you know, I've been through a certain situations, you know, uh, run-ins with the police and the law, and um, it, didn't, it, you know, fared okay for me, and just, you know, one misstep, it could have went a total, you know, different direction, right. you know, that that's scary, right, but well, we don't live in fear, you know, we just, um, you know, we just get smart about it, we be strategic about it, but... That's neither here nor there. That's a conversation for another day. So, this week we posed some questions or a question to our Instagram page. And what was the question?
0: So, I put up a poll, and the poll question was, What do you consider a long distance
1: relationship? And we had, you know, a pretty good amount of people uh, answer. Um, surprisingly, the large ma- majority said that they would. Mm-hmm. I think it was something like seventy-eight percent or something like that mm-hmm. said that they would consider long distance. But you know, we also had a you know, good bit of people say, "You know what? I just I don't think long distance is for me, or I haven't you know seen any successful stories about mm-hmm. long distance." And so, uh, I think it's important um, for us to share our experiences because I think we're a success story as we dealt with some long distance here in the past.
0: Yeah, and if you responded no, I asked, well, why not? Why wouldn't you consider a long distance relationship? And some of the answers were, I just can't do it, lol. Gotta be able to see you, lol, consistently. Um, too large of an emotional strain. Personally, I know I work better around the person I'm dating, so will never be a choice. Um, I'm too clingy for that. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not in this age era, it's not safe and people <laughs> as loyal. It would be extremely hard to trust. Um, I need physical contact and long distance limits opportunities for that. I've done it and it ended pretty bad, in my opinion. And I mean, I I mean, we're not here to convince everybody that long distance relationships is for everyone because obviously it's not. Um, everyone is going to feel a different way about long distance relationships. For us, it worked. Um, and I think it worked for us because of what we put into it. So if you're not willing to give it your all and make it work, then obviously it's not going to be for you. So that's fine. That's totally fine. We just wanted to see what people were thinking. Thank you guys for answering. Again, thank you for the feedback because obviously we want to talk about it here on, the podcast,
1: episode one. So yeah, so let's get into.
0: Oh, and a lot of you were in the DMs too, right?
1: Yeah, there were some. As a matter, of yeah, fact, as a
0: matter of fact, let's go to the DMs, you guys. I do know that one person. They answered yes, but they also gave a perspective as to why he felt like some people would say no. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout
1: out to my brother Keith. Thank
0: you. I mean, are we putting people on blast? You know I don't
1: know about that. <laughs> Roots of the bros. Oh my gosh.
0: He
1: said, even though I said yes, I can get why people would say no. Traveling can be cumbersome and expenses that go with traveling to see your significant other are damn near another bill and can add extra stress. Not having immediate ac- uh, accessibility to someone is rough too. If you have a bad day, you can't just come home and be in the comforting presence of your significant other. The last thing is that it takes away from the spontaneity of the relationship. Everything is damn near planned out, so nothing is for the moment, especially with conflicting schedules. And I can go on and on about this, but um, I I think, you know, my brother made some valid, valid points, right, Mm -hmm. in that um, long distance comes uh, with... A, uh, with the bill
0: it really does i'm not <laughs> sure. gonna lie we'll get into that yeah. a little bit later on in the episode when we discuss how we made it work and our efforts in the long-distance relationship and
1: i think I, the point that i made to him is you know I, for one i i agree you know with a good bit of that if not all of it um but i think that the uh, ultimate thing is you know having a plan of action so that you can see the light, of light at the end of the tunnel. Right. And we'll right. get into that. So let's yeah. go ahead and kick the episode yeah, off.
0: let's go ahead and get into this <laughs> thing. <laughs> Alright, so the first thing we had listed was why were we in a long distance relationship? And we were in a long distance relationship because of me. I
2: don't want to say,
0: say
1: because
0: <laughs> of you. I, obviously it was because of me because I was in school at the time. It was okay let's start from 2015
1: you graduated so I graduated May 2015 from South Carolina State University where we eventually you know decided that we you know wanted to be together Mm -hmm. and so um in May uh, 2015 um I I accepted an offer well a little bit before May I accepted an offer um a full-time offer of a job and uh That summer, I went home for a little bit before I had to report, Mm -hmm. and so I went home to Buffalo uh, until June.
0: And yeah,
1: and so when school ended, you know, we had to part ways. I went back to Buffalo. Nahima went back home to Mount Vernon, and um, so we were we were separate. And I think that was our first true crack at being like away from one another. Yeah. And it It got real, it got real because, like, I graduated and, like, there was no immediate plan to go back to South Carolina State. Right. And so that was a tough thing to get over. And then I think it got tougher uh, or it could have gotten easier um, just to know that I would be a little bit closer um, to South Carolina where I was, you know, when I was moving up here to Virginia. Yeah. Um, So in June 2015, I had to report to Virginia. Uh, to start my new job after college. That semester, I think you took off, right?
0: Well, let's go back a little bit because you went to Virginia in June. Right. And then July is when I bought my car. And I remember just coming to see you like every other week. And then obviously came August and I did not return back well, I took a semester off for a collection of reasons. Um, so I had time to work and gather myself and obviously to live you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was pretty much going down to Virginia like every other week. Yeah.
1: It was pretty often. And, you know, so it wasn't in the beginning, the long distance. It hadn't really, really settled that. Like, we were going to really be doing this long-distance thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was cool that I got to see her, um, you know, fairly often. Um, yeah. And it got worse. It, it did get worse. But just those, you know, the first couple of weeks of summer, well, June, like July.
0: Yeah, it was um, just a big adjustment because yeah. we obviously were in college together. And okay, we were we seeing each other okay. every day. We were spending time with each other to... Okay, you're graduating. Here we are. We're separating now. We're going home, and we're not seeing each other. Right. And it was like, okay, Facetime, <laughs> FaceTime, okay. Facetime, Facetime, Facetime. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, Facetime is not enough, but it was, it was doable for that short amount of time. So,
1: yeah, I, I'm, and I've never been a big fan of like talking on the phone or. Um, like I I, at that point I I think I was texting more than anything and then we tried to do the FaceTime and the FaceTime it it No
0: I don't I wouldn't say we were texting more than anything I think we like jumped right in that thing. I mean I mean like before
1: before even before we split like not split but like before. No
0: I'm not no don't say that because we definitely use FaceTime a lot when you were on your way to my room, you would FaceTime me. You would not call me on the regular phone. Yeah,
1: I, I know for a fact. Like, I still don't really like talking on the phone too much, but...
0: Well, we live together,
1: though. So. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, so, FaceTime was one of those things that you know, we used to um, to communicate so that we could see one another. We could yeah. see... Um, she not even could see how I was feeling. I could see how she was feeling, mm-hmm. and I could get a read for... Um, the way that she was processing Mm -hmm. us being in a long distance relationship and I think as time kind of went along you know we started to realize that it was not taking a toll but it was becoming tough because of what we were used to
0: yeah and then when you moved it was like okay you're moving you're a little bit closer because when Buffalo and Mount Vernon is what seven
1: hours
0: yeah about seven hours yeah so when you got to Virginia it was like oh he's much closer like what was that four hour trip
1: from New York it's about four so hours so yeah.
0: it was like okay I can just get on the road because I was so used to traveling I was driving from New York to South Carolina a lot very often, especially at the end of the semester, I was traveling from South Carolina to New York, and I was doing that drive by myself. So, I was like, oh, to take a trip to Virginia, that's nothing. Like, let me go ahead and do this thing, like, every other week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was good. It was good to have you. you know? Yeah, and I, it worked. I was worked. starting a new job. You know, yeah, things are much different. by yourself. By myself. That was my first time, like, being out on my own, mm-hmm. and I had to get furniture and stuff, and we'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> <laughs> But just being on my own, having to eat dinner by myself yeah. and, you know,
0: I remember you would call me and like, oh, I'm at dinner for myself. Like, <laughs> I never had to do this, eat dinner at a restaurant by myself. Going to so the movies morning. by myself and yeah. just
1: trying to entertain myself. Yeah. And literally, I had, I lived out in Northern Virginia, which is, you know, a suburb of the D.C. metro. And I had friends and fraternity brothers that lived in D.C., but, like, where I lived in Virginia was a true, Yeah. And so, it was about, I think it was, like, 30 miles outside of the city.
2: Was it 30?
1: Yeah, like, 28, 30 miles outside of D.C. And, It know.
0: was pretty far because I remember <laughs> when I was with you and we would try to, like, go out to the city it would just take us at least thirty-five to forty-five minutes just to get to the city, and then by the time we get to the and city, that's what's it's speeding. Like, that's what's going. Uh, like we don't even feel like doing anything anymore.
1: And then, and then you, you got to It park just park takes park so park. much.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. DC parking sucks. Oh, you know, it just DC traffic is just yeah, crazy. It's a
1: hassle to get in and out of DC. Long yeah. story short, from where I was living in in Herndon, Virginia, Northern Virginia,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, so we were we were adjusting. And I think me at that point more than anything, yeah. Because it was just a totally new life,
0: yeah. And you were like living on your own. I was just a visitor, I guess. (laughs) I was just a visitor at the time. It's okay to say that. But you
1: were working. You know, you were doing your thing in New York. Took your time and.
0: But when I was in New York, it was a lot easier for me to just come and visit you. Mm -hmm. And then when I went back to school, that's when it really got tough because I was in school. I was working. I was doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And so I just had very little time to come visit. Mm -hmm. But whenever I did get a break, I was able to obviously travel to see you. And I think during that period, you were traveling to see me a lot more at that point. So the tables turned, did it? In school? Yeah, when I went back
1: to school I, I got down there a couple of times Not as much as I would have yeah, liked Not
0: as much as I was traveling But, mm-hmm.
1: yeah I tried to I tried to get down
0: Yeah
1: Think I did okay
0: Yeah okay. We made it work, obviously <laughs> Yeah um, So but,
1: that was good Yeah, so So you went to, back to school That next mm-hmm. fall And No Spring, spring. My bad, yeah, spring Yeah,
0: so that's a semester off Right Went back to school You in went back spring. to school that spring um, And yeah, we were just making it work. As we, mm. as I just said, I was working. I was in school. I was doing a ton of other things. I was very, very busy. So whenever I could travel to Virginia, I would obviously make that trip. And then whenever he could travel to South Carolina, he was making that trip.
1: Right. And you had um, changed your major. Right? Yeah, I changed so my major.
0: So I ended up having to stay you know, an extra semester. Mm-hmm. But.
1: And then that fall, but that, or that spring rather, they determined that you could graduate after one more semester. Mm-hmm. If you took summer classes.
0: Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Did I, ha- did I have to, or did I just want to, because I, I had to, right? I think you had to. Okay. So I had to take two classes. Um, and in order for me to finish up school, December 16th.
1: December 16th.
0: So, so after spring semester finished, um, we had decided, way before May, we decided that uh, we would make the transition for me to move in, so... And how that came about was, obviously, I mean, we talked about moving in. We talked about living with each other. So, I mean, that was one part of it. But the other part of it was because I had to take those two classes. And it made more sense for me to take the classes where he lived versus South Carolina or New York. And trying to get on
1: the road and come back and forth. Right. So, so. So
0: I ended up. Moving mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. what? Well, moving in until fall semester,
1: right? So it was, With kind, it, the was idea a te- of it was us a temporary, to but live
0: together permanent come thing. December twenty sixteen,
1: right? And so, so obviously summer classes cost a little bit more money, mm-hmm. and so Naeem was trying to figure out, you know, what she would do in order to mm-hmm. take those classes and. Because I wanted her to be closer to me, selfishly, obviously, um, I decided that it was proper for me to go ahead and pay for those couple of summer classes that she had to take um, to get her closer to me here in Virginia.
0: And, and so, I, I don't want to say I was surprised, but I was just kind of taking aback because I was like, oh my gosh, Like this guy has been dating for a while. <laughs> and obviously, I mean, it was way past that at that point. It was just like, okay do I let him pay for my classes? Mm-hmm. Do I yeah. not let him pay for my classes? Like, what do I do?
1: So Naima's but makeup, like she, so she's, she's about... super independent. Yeah. And so she didn't even like, I couldn't even get her birthday cards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or else, you Stop know, she it. would give I me a hard time.
0: I just was like, okay, I just didn't know how to react, but obviously I took the opportunity. I took the grand gesture. <laughs> And I let him pay for the classes, and I moved in. So I took my stuff from campus May, and I moved my stuff to Virginia. So I didn't go back to New York after fall. Yeah, yeah so for that me, was my last time living in New York with my mom, my family.
1: Yeah. for me, like the reason that I thought it was proper to pay for her was, you know, obviously I wanted her to be able to be close to me. I wanted her to be close to me so that she could be in arm, re, arm's reach and we could spend, you know, as much time as we could together. But also I wanted to show her that I was serious, right? I was committed to the relationship. I was committed to I I wanted to show her the effort that I was making to get her to be mine.
0: I didn't need you to pay for my summer's classes in order for you to show me that. But, but if that's what but, made you feel good, then great. Like, And
1: it, for me, it was like the consistency thing. You know what I mean? It was like a continuity of the message. I didn't want to send mixed signals. I wanted to show you in every single way that I could that I wanted you to be mine. I wanted to plan my future with you Um, And I wanted you to be a part of everything that I had going on as well. And so I thought that if I could get you closer and if I could just show you that I was investing my time, affection, my patience, Mm -hmm. all my love into you, that you would understand that I'm dead serious. And I had never done anything like that before ever Mm -hmm. in my life. So it was something that was new to me and it was like dude, like, you must be in love.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was very thankful for that, um, obviously. And so I moved in May and I took my classes and I was done with that. And I was working my butt off, long hours. And, you know, that was another part of adjusting to our relationship and us living together because it was like, okay, whenever I would visit him, it was... I was there I was off I wasn't working so I had a lot of time on my hands to just be available and then when I started working it was like okay you're not home like these long hours goodness gracious like so that was another part of adjusting to our relationship once we moved in together and
1: to that point and we'll get to this and I know I always say this like we'll get to this in another episode but that was a part of the reason I think that's where it started um where I started to think about me being able to like not have you work Mm -hmm. because like you were working some crazy hours, (laughs) Hours. you know, and I I couldn't knock the hustle. Right. Cause I appreciated your independent spirit and you, you know, wanted to, wanted to do things for yourself. And I love that. And that's why I wanted to do the things that I did for you. But it was like, all right you here but you ain't here
0: <laughs> yeah it was hard it really was hard i'm not even gonna lie because i was at work texting like like, gosh, i want to be home mm-hmm. and it was just like you crazy. worked
1: till like what was like 7 30 or something like that
0: mm, i think or, it was or, or later
1: was, was, was it
0: so okay. it was just it was crazy because the, the commute was just crazy yeah. and then i was working long hours and then like after the store closed i would have to work uh like, an additional 30, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so I would have to leave and then drive home and then, like, obviously spend time with you and yeah. then, you know, do it all over again the next day. That,
1: that was rough for me. Yeah. And so so looking forward, um, you went back to school...
0: August to finish up my last semester. In August, yep. So, I again, I was working. I was work, ba- pretty much working two jobs. So I was working and... I was in school and I was doing a bunch of other things, mm, and sorority and all kind
1: yeah. of stuff. Yeah,
0: and so I was just trying to like find balance in all of it, and then like it got crazy because then I ended up quitting early, I ended up resigning early from my job, right? Yes, because it yes, just got did. it just got really crazy. Yeah up turning my internship into a work study and so i was able to make a little money there obviously it wasn't enough to do everything that i needed it to do but you ended up you know picking up that slack. slack yeah and so again i was thankful i was tricking like, you
2: okay, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> because we had i mean i obviously he saw that i was Busting my butt. I was extremely tired. I was traveling, what, 30 plus minutes from work back to campus. 40, what like 40,
1: 45,
0: yeah. Yeah, multiple times a week. And so it was just very draining on top of classes, on top of internship. And I was That's falling true. asleep on the road, yes. you guys. It was just crazy. So we had a long talk, probably a long drawn out talk, probably <laughs> over a week or so. About me just leaving my job sooner than I did too, mm-hmm. and so I ended up leaving, which I'm still thankful for that because that was a, I guess a sacrifice you can call it because you were taking money out of your pocket to spend on me. And what? How did you put it? You was like, I mean, if you were here, I will be spending this money on you anyways.
1: Yeah. So you know, the the, the going out to the eat yeah. and you know me taking care of the rent like i don't i don't want you mm-hmm. care the rent especially like i was already doing it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i already had the place i already had the apartment i had some furniture mm-hmm. obviously she made it more of a home and more cozy with her decor selections but um i was already doing that and so there was you know there would be no reason for me to ask you to do to split the to split the rent and the bills and I already did that. I already had that taken care of.
0: Yeah. So it just worked out for <laughs> us and again I was thankful for
1: everything that he did. But so but like you going back to school was not an easy thing for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you we got so comfortable that summer. We had a system although it wasn't the perfect system and you worked a lot and the commute we were having a good time. Mm-hmm. Spending a lot of time with one another. Yeah. We were learning a, a lot about one another.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, you
1: know, and living under the same roof. Um, we were doing a lot of corny stuff. And mm-hmm. it was just sweet.
2: Yeah. And then for you to really
1: for you to pick up and you to go back and for, to have that in the back of my mind, like...
0: It was hard for me, too. And it was like
1: I had to put in my mind, like, I was about to do a bid in jail or something. Like... <laughs> you were so like you were I know it sounds dramatic but like I got so used to the the everyday routine of you know waking up next to you and us you know dining eating together and watching watching you know she had me watching Love and Hip Hop and all that crazy stuff when I was just used to watching ESPN all day. Oh yeah, and then
0: ESPN—we were <laughs> not doing that, okay.
1: <laughs> and, but I got used to. I missed her presence in in the apartment, and for you to just go back and you know, and then this, you know, see you once a month or something like that. Like it, it just wasn't cutting it for me. Yeah. And but again, having that light at the end of the tunnel was what really allowed us to keep moving forward yeah um yeah and so december
0: well backtrack a little bit uh-huh. to november because thanksgiving break so oh. what well, i had a week off and before prior to thanksgiving break i had set up a couple of interviews because i was like okay hustler
2: telling
0: you. <laughs> I was like, okay, if I'm gonna be moving in with this man, I need to have a job lined up. Like that was my main goal. It was to have a job as soon as I got to Virginia. And I made that happen. So I had a couple of interviews lined up during my Thanksgiving break. Went there, we spent Thanksgiving together. I did my interviews and I had a job before I even finished school.
1: And before so, she went up before you went back. Yeah. To school. <laughs> Before
0: I went back, I had a job. So it was like, okay, this is, I'm done. I have my job. I'm finishing up school. I know, like, everything is in place.
1: But talk about, like, think about how important that is. You reciprocating the efforts. Right? Mm-hmm. You you taking your break to line up interviews for you to work in the place that we didn't choose collectively to live in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I followed my the offer that I got coming out of college, and I picked up and moved. But you just making that effort to get to be where I was, yeah. and not not just effort, but and amidst, you were
0: telling me like, like, like tremendous
1: sacrifice though. though.
0: And you were telling me like don't rush to get a job, like take your time. And looking back on it, I wish I would have taken my time, and I wish I would have listened to you. But I'm just so like in the mindset of work, 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 and so for me to just move in with you, not have a job and just do nothing, I was she like, not She wasn't
1: with it. <laughs> that's not me. I
0: couldn't do that. So,
1: and, and it,
0: even like fast forward to last year, this time when I stopped working at 30 weeks pregnant, right, like that given, was you a, giving
1: away a lot of games. I mean, I'm for not gonna give
0: episodes, it. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it away. But that was even further into our relationship, pregnant and engaged, mm-hmm. that was still a major adjustment. So I say that to say-
1: And we're I just still feel adjusting. Like it's,
0: yeah, like it's always gonna be an adjustment. you
1: know when like, she asked me a couple months ago-
0: What did I ask you?
1: Can I get an allowance? And we'll, uh, Like she's still adjusting, right?
0: And I asked that because I hear so many conversations about stuff, and so that's why I asked that. But that is something for another episode, yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. we will take up this whole episode talking that's about
0: hilarious that. But um, yeah, so I just had to have that job lined up, and I made it happen. And I mean, even after that, I ended up quitting my job again because we. Moved from Virginia to Maryland, and so I was I was without a job for a whole summer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that was an adjustment, too. It was like, oh, my gosh, like I'm so used to working. Here I am in this new state. I mean, although it's not that far. Here I am in this new state, new city. I don't have a job. I'm not working. Like, what's going on? Nothing. I, yeah. I, I need a job. I'm
1: like, baby, take your time. But I made it
0: happen. I ended up getting a job.
1: Yeah, you did make it happen. That started
0: in September.
1: And you, but you, you know, you were like just so dead set on like, I got to get a job. And I, you know, although I love that, like the ambition and the the hustlers spirit, like I got you. Like, yeah, I know that you
0: got me. I just was, I'm the type of person. I'm like, I don't want to put my burdens on anyone. I don't want to feel like I'm a burden to anyone. So I just felt like I needed to work. Well, let's go you back. Know?
1: Let's go back to to graduation, All right? Let's go because we we kind of jumped in the gun a little bit, talking about you get well Maryland December twenty sixteen
0: or when I walked December,
1: the stage. Uh, so in December you came. Yeah, you came back See, to Virginia and officially. she moved in officially. And that was an adjustment in itself. Again, like just. Having the understanding that this was going to be permanent and not just like a summer little living situation, mm-hmm. to go to school, you know, and we'll talk about that in future episodes. But um, so fast forward to May, and fast forward to May graduation. So that's so so from so from, that's
0: pretty much our long distance because I mean after, yeah. once I moved in in December, that was it. So but that's a
1: years and a half time. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot of time, babe. To say that we, you know, we made all of these sacrifices. Um, we made all of this effort. You mm-hmm. having to deal with, you know, your independent spirit and the uh, contradiction of me uh, allowing, you know, paying for certain things or allowing you mm-hmm. to like come in. Not allowing you, but agreeing to you, you know, moving in together. And you not working for a little bit while you found a job, like those are all huge adjustments for 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 the both of us. I think, mm-hmm. right? Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't. Easy.
0: It, it, it wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't an easy wasn't thing like by any stretch. Something smooth sailing, but mm-hmm. we made it
1: work through communication, through effort, through our actions, right? Mm-hmm. And just proving to one another that we were committed and devoted to. The relationship yeah. and uh, just uh, making
0: that effort overall. Like I was making sure I was on that road on ninety five <laughs> every other week to see you and
1: yep. And I tried, you know, you know making I tried
0: the best of our time too, like to make sure that we were affectionate and we were communicating mm-hmm. and we were eating dinner with each other, lunch, breakfast.
1: So that's a good point that you make. Like in the time that we spent, right, and trying to make the most of it what were some of the things that you think we did well and maybe some of the things that you think like we could have probably done a little bit a little bit better of in hindsight Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like one thing I think I can say I'll start off like one thing we did well to your point is we ate every meal that we could together Mm -hmm. we tried we cooked together for a good bit of time oh yeah
0: you know, oh my <laughs> god, you guys, I miss those days when <laughs> oh. he would cook with me. Now it's, mm, I don't feel like cooking.
1: Let me ask you this. Whose sweet potato pie was better at Thanksgiving when you came?
0: Mine.
1: Stop it. I killed the dog. You I, didn't I, I even execute. know how to
0: make sweet potato but pie. But I executed it you, better than you. You used my mix.
1: I executed it better than you, though, babe.
0: You didn't, but it's okay. Nice <laughs> <laughs> try. Whatever. Okay, well then you can make it this Thanksgiving, then.
1: No, I'm good. I'm good.
0: I'm the
1: cook around here, okay?
0: By default. By default.
1: Boy, on, bye. On, okay? Boy, bye. <laughs>
0: anyway, so, yeah, we pretty much just made sure we did everything together. Like, we were...
1: Attached at the hip, ad- for sure.
0: Ex- exactly. Attached at the hip. <laughs> um,
1: so, a lot of people have questions about, like, uh, affection, showing affection, mm-hmm. intimacy, mm-hmm. through long distance... Sex is like you know people people just don't you know they don't know how how they they would fare in a long distance relationship without being able to have sex with their significant other. Mm-hmm. So like what do we what do we do? How do we?
2: <laughs> well, do we
1: just sex like jackrabbits every time we saw, we saw one another?
0: Well, obviously we. had intercourse (laughs) when we were together and we did it a lot obviously whenever we could so that was us making up for that lost time but we didn't make every day and like every minute of the day about sex Mm -hmm. like we still had to incorporate other things to make our relationship stronger
1: right and i i just think we had to be intentional about our showing of emotion and affection mm-hmm. and, and and sex is just like one little avenue to do that right well, sex is one mechanism uh, yeah i won't say a little <laughs> but it's a mechanism to do that right mm-hmm. so there are other things and i think it helps to know you know maybe not by the book but like your partner's love language and mm-hmm. how they respond or how your shows of affection resonates with it within right there. And right. so, you know, I, I think during that time, we were really figuring that out because we had to make good use of the time because we had it sparingly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and so, yeah. So we we did, you know, we did get, get busy.
0: So at the end of our long distance relationship, obviously, we ended up moving in with each other. And here we are years later. Um, we
1: forgot one important thing. What? You graduated in December. What happened after that?
0: What? Oh, we got engaged, <laughs> obviously. It's not so. obvious.
1: So what happened Okay, was, it's not
0: obvious. So like, we got engaged. So
1: Naima finished school in December 2016. Because our school did away with December graduation, she had to walk in May, the following May. Mm-hmm. But she moved back to Virginia with, you know, back into our apartment in, in December. You said that already. And... So, I put together a graduation party, invited all of her family, and eventually, like, that's where I proposed to her. Mm -hmm. And so, I had her family in town at one of our favorite places, the Bungalow Lake House out in Sterling, Virginia, right? I think so. I think it's Sterling. And, um... We ate good. We celebrated cupcakes. And she helped me plan it, mind you, right? Because she thought it was a great... She she swears up and down that she knew that she was getting proposed to, but
0: (gasps) she's a a liar. another conversation.
1: (laughs) But But, all all of her family was in town. I'm talking mother, father, grandmother, Mm great-grandmother even made the trip. great aunt. So it
0: was a good gathering. Yeah. It was a good gathering. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, that so, was just
1: another show that, yo, I'm committed to this thing. We're going right. to make this thing happen. Naima had nothing more to prove to me.
0: And so our official transition just was like very smooth sailing. It was it was perfect for us. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we had to kind of readjust to back getting back into our groove, but we made it work. And yeah, so we started shacking up.
1: <laughs> shacking up. <laughs> and that's a good segue. So... In our next episode, we're gonna discuss whether or not shacking up is a go or no go.
0: Let us know if you would
1: shack up or not. <laughs> is shacking or up a no would go you or call call a go?
0: call it something else. Alright, guys, so at this point, we are going to take a few questions from our followers and answer them.
1: Yeah, so. You ready? Yeah.
0: Alright, so questions for Bari. Have you ever brought the stresses of work home, and how do you and Naima deal with that?
1: That's a good question, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good
0: question. We talk about this a lot, Mm -hmm. yeah, especially since we um, brought a baby home.
1: Yeah, even more so. Like We're more cognizant or intentional about not doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Our situation is a little unique in that. For one, Naeem stays at home with the baby. Mm -hmm. And for two, I work from home a lot of the time. And so, in order to really separate work and personal, like, you have to make a conscious, conscious effort Mm -hmm. to do that. And so, um, a lot of times, like, I don't have a static, like, time of the day when I'm just done with work. It's like, I'm done whenever the work is done. Right. And so... um, a lot of times, I do. I, I think I did that early on, especially with the baby. Mm-hmm. And once we got married, like I was complaining about work. I'll come home mm-hmm. and you know and, and tell Naima like, "Dude, I'm so man, I'm so tired of this." Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, just complain. You know how we And you how know, do. I
0: felt for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and then you know, but then I started to realize like, you know, for one, Naima didn't sign up for my work, mm-hmm. right? So she wouldn't necessarily. You know, she could empathize with me, but she wouldn't necessarily understand. Not that she, you know, never worked or anything like that, but she just mm-hmm. wouldn't understand the type of work that I did. And and then also, um, you know, I wanted to be intentional about certain energy mm-hmm. when it comes to you, when it comes to the baby, especially. Mm-hmm. And
0: I think you were like that even when I was pregnant. We, like, mm-hmm. we did not tolerate bad energy when I was pregnant mm-hmm. at all. Like, Jabari was not having
1: it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I tried not to do it even before then. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I never really tried to do that. And, when like, when you would come home from work, when you were working and when I was working, like, I, learned from, I actually learned this from you. Like, you didn't even like to talk about work a lot of times coming home unless you were like you know bragging about the kids or something like that and
0: I actually had this conversation with a friend um like a few days ago we were talking on the phone and I hope he doesn't kill me for this but he was telling me that you know he doesn't like to you know talk about work as soon as he gets home and I had to tell him that I was the same way when I was working and I had to tell Jabari like Okay, can you give me at least 10 minutes when I walk in the door when I walk in the door, just say hi, don't touch me, just leave me alone for a second. Let me like get that stress off of me and then like give you all of me because I don't want to be sitting in front of you annoyed because something happened at work and I can't give you my undivided attention. You know what I'm saying? So I just told him basically like, hey, like, you know, you have to have that conversation. And although he may be the type of person that's like, oh, but I I, I just want to see how you are. I just want to feel your energy. I just want to give you a kiss. <laughs> that was him. But it was just like... No, like after a while you just really kind of have to respect how your significant other feels Mm -hmm. and it just makes it so much better
1: how am i doing well so you don't work i mean i don't work but
0: (laughs) (laughs) but at the end of the day i mean you do give me my time like whenever you're free from work you do give me time to gather myself after Mm -hmm. i've been with the baby all day so it's kind of the same thing um except for i'm not working i'm just playing
1: yeah. with our son yeah that work is a different type of work yeah right
0: that there. work is a different <laughs> type of
1: work. <laughs> but back back to the like yeah. the question at hand mm-hmm. um i think these days uh, a lot of employers um they stress the importance of work-life balance and sometimes they mean it other times they don't mm-hmm. really mean it yeah and they it's like care. a false sense <laughs> of work-life balance or you know wanting to take care of their employees yeah the smart ones you know actually the smart employers put in uh forth a good bit of effort to ensure that you know their workers um have a work-life balance so they won't burn out um the company I work for it depends on who you're talking to Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the time honestly and I'm in sales so sales is kind of you know it requires a lot. But one thing that I do, and I I try to be as uh, strict on myself as possible, mm-hmm. is when I come home or when I'm done. You know, if I come home, if I go to the office for the day, or I'm in front of a customer, or even if I'm working from home, after a certain time when the work is done, I try to totally disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like I turn off my email notifications, I shut my computer down. You know, I, no IMs, nothing. Mm-hmm. I'll get to it. In, in the morning yeah. and so I really try to be intentional about you know making sure that I give my time to both Naima and the baby uh, when I get home because again they didn't sign up for that type of job mm-hmm. they didn't um, you know they and, and quite frankly the baby doesn't care <laughs> what happened and really shoot, Naima probably don't even really care about what like, happened, at, you know, during the workday. So
0: I don't mind listening to you mm-hmm. talk about work. I mean, sometimes I don't understand it because yeah. that's just not my field of work, mm-hmm. but I don't mind like being your listening ear. I yeah. don't mind that. And no, I
1: appreciate that. You know?
0: Of course, I want you to come talk to me, you not talk to anybody else or I mean, be the first person you talk yeah, to, yeah, yeah. obviously, but um, I mean, I don't mind that.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just like you, when I come home, you need me to be a husband and you need me to be a dad not a salesperson
0: yeah i think for me as a wife and a mother i think i just don't want it to overconsume everything that we have going on so mm-hmm. like yeah it's okay to vent like that's fine but don't take away from you know tending to me tending to our son before mm-hmm. he goes to bed because a lot of times you don't get done till like five six o'clock and junior goes to bed shortly after mm-hmm. that yeah, so it's like okay him. Um, when do you have time to sit down and just enjoy your child? And so, totally like, like
1: I said, when work is over, like, it's over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't care how much. And, like, sometimes, like, I'll bend on that if it's something that's, like, super important and it's going to, you know, drive my quota or something through the window mm-hmm. if it closes. But um, even then, a lot of times, like, if I can put it off until the next day, I absolutely would, yes. and I um, mean, you know, I just kind of use my discernment and discretion mm-hmm. to figure out when the the right time to do that is, and so that's kind of how we cope with bringing the stress. Well, I cope with bringing the stresses of work,
0: and he does a good job. Um, like that's he's good. I'm I'm a great husband, a great father. Well, thank you, babe. And, you know we appreciate you so. Thank you. <laughs> Can't complain. Good.
1: Okay. Okay. All so, right. Let's get to the question um, posed to you.
0: Alright, so, I had a question. My wife has been procrastinating, trying to start a YouTube channel herself for makeup. Any tips on how she should get started? So, I mean, I'm just starting out myself, so I'm no expert, I guess you would say, but I guess... I would just say get out there, just go ahead and do it. Make sure that, you know, from start, you're producing quality, um, you're researching. For me, I would look at similar videos that I would like to put out, just to make sure that I'm putting out what people actually want to see and not stuff that's not like searchable. Uh, Just making sure that your videos are searchable and good quality, make sure you get a camera if you need lighting, get you some fabric and make you a diy um backdrop (laughs) do what you can you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money just to start a youtube channel i mean obviously you want it to be good and i don't have a great setup right now i just have my camera and my lighting Mm -hmm.
2: but that's fine
0: it works for me um because i make my background of what I have in my home, so I've been recording in what in front of my vanity, and we record in our living room, and that just works for us for right now, and that mm-hmm. that's totally fine. But I would just say, just go out there, get it started, like don't wait. And
1: like from an investment perspective, what like what, what, what would you say was the largest investment, the camera? Ring? Yeah, the camera was <laughs> the
0: largest investment. I think our camera was almost like seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars, yeah. something like that. And the lighting was. About a hundred dollars, so mm-hmm. I mean, it is a good, it is a <laughs> pretty pricey investment. But again, if this is something that you're gonna want to do and you're gonna stick to it and be consistent, you just want to go ahead and do what you have to do and get it started.
1: Yeah, and you can everything. absolutely monetize YouTube too, eventually.
0: Yeah, eventually, yeah. So. make sure your titles are searchable. And make sure your thumbnails are good. Like something that people want to click on. Because if it looks boring, they're not going to click on it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you don't have the subscribers and the views that others have. There's a ton of information out there. But if she needs someone to talk to and a little motivation, please tell her to hit me up on Instagram. I don't have a problem, you know, talking to her about how I got started and my personal opinions about YouTube and all that good stuff. So, yeah.
1: Dope. Dope.
0: Let her know. <laughs> I hope
1: she's listening. So uh, I think that all of the questions that we were going to answer yeah. on this episode, yeah, on this episode. Um, but keep the questions coming, please. Yes, we please. love these keep questions. Them coming. You know, it forces us to have a dialogue. You mm-hmm. know, even leading up to you know recording the podcast episodes. So continue to send us these questions. You know, we may even pose them to our followers or listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, keep them coming. We love yeah.
0: them. Yeah. So. I think that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys. And we'll see you on episode two, which will be
2: the week after next.
1: All right. shacking up.
2: Bye.
1: Later.